Hello, everyone, and welcome to Spoiler Alert, a weekly talk radio show about movies. Asterisk. (laughs) (laughs) My name is Sonia Stanger. I'm your lady host. And with me, as always, are two of the deadliest co-hosts you could imagine, Sean Dunham and Jeremy Legui. Hi, boys. Hello. This week, (laughs) in honor of Easter, we're talking... (laughs) Zombie movies. The undead, the living dead, the once dead, now no longer dead. Mm -hmm. However you want to talk about it, we're talking zombies. In in reference to the the most famous zombie of all, J.C. himself. (laughs) J.C. himself. Uh, As always, spoiler alerts are in full effect. Uh, Like this one, the Night King's coming to Winterfell, (sighs) y'all. But what's he going to do? What does he have, a frozen dragon? Now, <laughs> you may be asking yourself, Sonia, why are you talking about the most famous TV show of all time, Game of Thrones, when this here is a movie podcast? Well, Jeremy, I believe you have an item to raise with uh, the I panel do. here. Uh, I will first, first and foremost, invite you, invite you all to the first, uh, the first as we need it AGM of spoiler alert. Here, 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 I will take a quick attendance. Uh, Sean, hi, Sonia, present, Jeremy. Also present. Okay. We have quorum. Well, we have more than quorum. Well, well, everyone is here and accounted for. Uh, I raise uh, motion one, which is to uh, move to pivot the focus of our show from just movies to watchables. Uh, can I get a second? Or well, actually, well, you didn't format that in the format of a motion, so can I just quickly rewrite that? Enough, yeah. uh-huh. Whereas we find ourselves often discussing media that does not strictly fall under the subject of film. Mm-hmm. Be it therefore resolved that we expand the purview of this here show, spoiler alert, to include all watchables. Do you move? Sonia, may, may, I, uh, may I assume you are seconding this motion? You may. Okay. Uh, discussion. What's the, what, um, what's the position of privilege or whatever? <laughs> <laughs> Point of privilege. Point of privilege. Point of privilege, I Sean. I couldn't hear you. <laughs> Sean couldn't hear me. A part of me does believe that this... Like, when I thought this up, I was like, it's going to just sort of devolve into Robert's rules yeah. of how we're going to do it. <laughs> That's this. how every meeting goes. Anyway. If someone knows them, they'll use them. Oh, yeah. Um, they'll wield them. Seeing and hearing no discussion. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> relevant to the motion. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh, shall we vote? Yes. Okay. Uh, the yeas. Aye. Yay. Yay. Oh, Yay. The yeas have it. Unanimous decision. And uh, we will run it by uh, CJTR to make sure it's cool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, have to, they have to rubber I stamp mean, everything. First and foremost, I think this will remain a movie podcast, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, there there are things that we should talk about as people... Most people watch everything on their screens these days, be mm-hmm. it handheld or computer. So, you know... We're, the, the line was already pretty blurry. It was blurry. Yeah. And also, you just discovered TV series like two weeks ago. Right. And so and this is why uh, I've started watching Jeremy TV. likes TV now. Um, maybe we should just call it a talk, ra- a talk radio show for movie plus lovers. And you know how like in the LGBTQ plus yeah, we could, yeah, yeah. you know how the plus just is like, okay, anybody we missed? Yeah. Movies plus. It's an umbrella. Plus. It's an umbrella of love. Wow. The movie plus community. Well, take to the Facebook mm-hmm. page or our Instagram, which we haven't posted on in like a year, if uh, you have some thoughts about this mm-hmm. or think it's the wrong move. Let us know. 
some robust debate is always a good thing, in my estimation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, speaking of robust episode, debate, <laughs> back to the episode. <laughs> Thank you, Jeremy, for that very exciting opportunity to use Robert's rules. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to do that again sometime. <laughs> oh, um, we will. So we're talking zombie movies this week. Yay! Uh, we think we're funny about it, and I do. We, I think we're funny about and it. And I'm excited. I love zombie movies. Well, yeah, so this is my first question mm-hmm. is, how do we feel about them, generally, these films of zomb? I like them. I love them. They, you like and love? I like and love them. Uh, they give me, like, just, you know that feeling when it's, like, really rainy or cold outside, mm-hmm. and you're just like... But you're inside the house, and you are watching a great film, and you might be snacking, and you might have indulged in, in a bit of brains. <laughs> and um, I just get that feeling anytime I'm watching a zombie movie. I'm just like, I'm here to be thoroughly grossed out and entertained, and it's it's like a warm hug, a cinematic hug. I don't know why specifically. dead person. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why zombie movies really bring that out, but it totally That's- does. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Jeremy? Uh, as the complete foil to Sean, uh, I am super hot and cold on zombie mm. movies. Okay, uh, Katy Perry. Yes, well, there we go. Uh, if they're good, I like them a lot. And if they're bad, I really, really hate them. Yeah. Uh, as we've talked about on the show before, I don't get the, like, fear sort of thing. Like, I just never get afraid. You're not a fully a human being, as Maybe, we've Maybe. I'm just an emotionless... You don't have the full range. Maybe no, I don't know. That end of the spectrum's a little spotty, I guess. But which is uh, good, probably. Maybe I unless no you idea. encounter like a saber-toothed tiger. Well, yeah. Well, I would, in that case, I would just rip my shirt off and ready my spear. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. All right, so Jeremy's on the fight end of uh, that thing. above that thing. Anyway, um, looking over sort of titles and watching them, you know, going back to like basics with this was kind of interesting. Just because there are some key texts that I think we all think of. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, George Romero, for example. Right. But uh, I like those movies, and then I don't understand why, you know, basically iterations of that fail for me. So spectacularly. Yeah, yeah just totally. like this is they not, really can. Like, this is not interesting, yeah. Yeah, I would say I'm also in the hot and cold Katy Perry boat, because <laughs> I find them interesting, and there is kind of that, like, thrilling thing that they're that, that you were talking about Sean or like co- I guess you think it's cozy but I think it's thrilling mm-hmm. um but I just and this makes me feel so lame I get I have a cap on how much gore I can handle and so I often find myself like skeeved out a little bit mm-hmm. and then I feel like a baby <laughs> and then I'm like oh well I didn't. so I just watch them with my eyes partly covered a lot of the time mm. and that works for me yeah I think that's what was really nice about as you said, revisiting some of the classics uh, this week as I watched two of George Romero's films. Mm -hmm. Um, And there is, at least in one of them, a ton of gore where the camera just lingers for literally 10 minutes and just like (laughs) watches. But it mostly was like, it was kind of great because it it was not how a body looks ripped apart, but it was fascinating to see how they were doing this in the 70s. Yeah. And just, like, latex and paint just flowing. And it was... <laughs> Creativity flowing. It was great. Creativity flowing. Well, and the this, I, I really... I've always appreciated how the zombies in these older Romero movies were just like, you're a monster. Yeah. Just, like, what, just do it. Like, yeah. just, we've got $20 to make this happen. Go. And then there is sort of like the the scary thing that did sort of set this whole thing up where you have people who are literally not professional actors, 
you know, descending upon this house, just like walk from here to there. You like just put some stuff on and then walk. Are we talking about zombie walks? Yeah. Oh. Well, because there's two two camps with a zombie walk. There is classic slow shuffle, mm-hmm. um, which somehow catches up to a complete sprinter very easily. Yeah. Or the really crazy running faster Super than speed. a possible mm-hmm. human. Which is so scary. Yeah. Like, when I saw 28 Days Later, I think, uh, mm. that was, like, maybe my first my first eyes on me sprinting too, zombies, think. and it was a game changer for me. And maybe that's why I find them so scary now. It's because, like, <laughs> 28 Days Later was probably the first one-ish that I saw, or, like, the mm-hmm. first one that really imprinted itself. And those ones are scary. Those ones are so scary. They when they're terrifying. sprinting down that tunnel and yeah. just their shadows, the fleeting shadows. Don't they, like, mutate in that as well? Isn't there like, because mm. at the end, isn't it like yeah. something even worse than a regular Super one? Super zombies? Yeah. No, well, maybe in the second one, but oh. I remember at the end of the first one, they just are, they're hiding out and the zombies are slowly dying of hunger, which makes perfect sense because uh, a being can't just keep going like all yeah. all these zombies. Well, except George Romero zombies that are just brain. Well, I don't like mm-hmm. those ones that are just like bumping around like a Sims character for like... <laughs> As long as they possibly can. Well, the- like eventually, even like a disgusting, like <laughs> run by a hunger brain zombie would just be like, yeah, the body has decayed and now I can't keep it. Mm. Well, one of the, the prominent theories of which I adhere to with uh-huh. regards to zombies is that if there's nothing going on, they don't do anything because everything that they do destroys cells that they cannot regenerate. Mm. Right? So the more it. A typical OG zombie. The more it runs, the the, the le- you know it won't last as long. So if there's nothing happening, they will just lie down or just stand still until they lie down. They would take a quick nap. No, no, they wouldn't lie down. They would fall. Right? They would just collapse. This wasn't on my list of questions. <laughs> but do you guys have a favorite zombie movie? Hmm. Deep thought. Deep thought. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. It's a technicality, but I'm gonna use it anyway. Okay. Uh, as you guys know, I'm a humongous John Carpenter fan. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, his film Ghosts of Mars, which depicts something like a zombie. Now that's, I don't know if that's a zombie. That's more like a old school voodoo zombie. Well, luckily, Jeremy, no one who cares deeply about zombies will be the type to reach out to you about it. Uh, so you, you probably won't hear sure. about it later. So I'm, I'm gonna, my phone is going to vibrate in the next two or three minutes here. <laughs> no one has strong feelings about these theories, so you're probably safe. Um, I really enjoy the Dawn of the Dead remake, even though oh. I have not seen the original Dawn of the Dead. The, this is the one in the mall. 2004. The one in the mall. The it 2004 one. It's I great. wanted to watch it. I ran out of time. Mm. I Yeah, I enjoy that one. And there's like, because it is a nice mix. I like my zombie movie to have a bit of fun in it. There's like a point where they're just like taking pot shots at like celebrities. <laughs> they're like, get Jay Leno. <laughs> like, that's, that's Rose O'Donnell. <laughs> and like that, that was funny. But mm-hmm. I didn't see the original Dawn of the Dead. I watched Night of the Living Dead and I watched Day of the Dead. Mm. By the way, George Romero, get it together with these names because how confusing <laughs> is it? It's so confusing. Well, if 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 you really consider that there's only three, it's not that bad. No, there's six. I well, Sort of. Because he made the three and then they remade one and then they made two extra. They remade one? Yeah. Dawn of the Dead has been made twice. Yeah. Oh, there's no... Oh, no okay. Because he has Dawn of the Dead... Or Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, Diary of the Dead, 
Land of the Dead and Survival right. of the Dead. Night of the Living Dead remake was made right in the middle of all of that. That he also did? Uh, I don't know if he did it. Well, I'm Googling. It's very confusing. It is very confusing. And then plus, yeah, Dawn of the Dead remake, plus a bunch of just Mm -hmm. straight up copy, copy kitties. No, the remake was a Zack Zack Snyder. Oh, that. Oh. He's a guy. He's a guy who makes stuff. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, these last three, I have seen Land of the Dead. It is very strange. It is where... Have you guys seen this movie? No, I read a few of the the plots. Yeah, it's where they they become intelligent and can use guns. Oh, Oh, yeah. Well, Well, that that started happening in Day of the Dead. Yeah, but they, like, it was, it was, like, pretty... Dang. Stepped up, we'll say. Scary. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not feeling that. That was (laughs) hilarious. Oh, I... Anyway, sorry. Um, do you guys want to talk about Day of the Dead? Yeah. Have you you all seen it? Have you watched Mm it? I watched it today. Mm-hmm. It was gross. It was gross, but so interesting as a premise That's because a, oh yeah, I love the zombie movie where it makes you and I think as it often does in mm-hmm. a good zombie movie reflect on humanity. And basically, Day of the Dead is like some scientists and some military folks, all men. There's only one woman are trapped in a, this bunker, and tensions are running high. Mm-hmm. And y'all gonna get trapped somewhere. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> I mean, as soon I feel like as soon as you're like, oh, they're trapped and they're zombies, you know what's coming. Yeah, I liked it. What did yeah, you think? I like I do like a zombie movie where it's just it's smaller and it's intimate, which is a, kind of the plot of most of these Romero movies. Actually, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is that there's a small faction of like ten people, and it's just the inner workings that are happening during this insane time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I really enjoyed this one. How there was like basically two teams mm-hmm. or not really i there's also the pilots who had their own secret like um <laughs> beautiful garden of eden that yeah. she was like you guys are living over here like this <laughs> i didn't really know how long they had been there yeah that wasn't clear but i liked it and i liked that it was like psychologically there was a lot going on mm-hmm. and oh it almost reminded me of the novel slash movie catch 22 in this like it's just these extreme circumstances where people are trapped and it brings out these really like extreme personality traits and mm-hmm. it's like almost like satir not satirical but almost over the top in some of the characterizations like some of those um soldiers I just forgot the word soldier so that's funny some of those uh, were like just so argues. hilariously evil and maniacal oh one's laugh that maniacal laugh hun- that guy hyena. just fully hyena exactly <laughs> and just like there's this constant tension where she's the only woman and there it's like the constant threat of sexual violence that they're all constantly just telling her and just calling like, her lady uh, which I was like no, no she's names. a doctor the conditions that she has to live in there I know it's all it, the, yeah everyone's so angry aggressive um Miguel her supposed like boyfriend is disgusting he's a mess he is blames her for his weakness he slaps her twice right <laughs> yeah, off the bat i know <laughs> that was horrible and then spoiler alert at the end let's all the zombies in yeah well that's someone's got to do it i know but why well, is there always someone like that, is that i think it's i think it's a central go? question of humanity right seriously well, it's, it's, how do we cooperate in almost how do every, we not have a miguel in all of the zombie movies i watched there was one person that was like I'm just gonna let them in. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I've, great! I've broken, Thanks, friend. I've psychologically snapped. <laughs> I'm uh, going out there. That's my dad. He can come in. 
Um, Something I was very annoyed by in this movie, as Uh I was talking to Sonia, was how many... There was like 400... It was all a dream moment. (laughs) Like, she'd be like, I'm being attacked. Oh, wait. Oh, I just woke up. It happened about five times. Yeah. There was also something that I hate. Not hate, but it was just like, I got over it real quick. Was camera on someone, and then a zombie burst from the left, burst from the right. Like, always rushing into frame. That happened approximately 400 times. (laughs) And I was like, how about y'all keep your wits about you? Because you're in a zombie apocalypse. Check the And you room. just got to keep looking around. They're moving very slow. Yeah, those ones are slow. I, I always do think it is, it's interesting when the movie's about, like, the new reality where the humans are not the dominant thing. Yeah. And this is, like, the whole Walking Dead issue. Uh, it's definitely been overdone. But when I watched Day of the Dead the first time, it was like, oh, man, this got out of hand. Like yeah. this, Like, this did not go well. Right. Because they're like they are sequels, but not necessarily sequels. Right. But the whole like you know this is people now trying to exist in like the lost world. The you know it's post-apocalyptic again. But mm-hmm. at the time, I was like, oh man, like this is because I was able to sort of watch them all in one go mm. because I was born after 1985. But what? Uh, yeah. Hmm. I thought you were an old man. Um, <laughs> It is nice to get a zombie apocalypse movie that doesn't start with everyone figuring it out. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. to just ca- catch them in the middle. Yeah. Because then you can you know how all that went down. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's nice to see them, like, established, trying to figure things out. Um, also, something I liked about this movie was the soundtrack. Yeah. Which was all, like, synths and bongos mm-hmm. and so <laughs> 80s. It was so 80s. But I, I, like, it would be a really intense situation. It would just be like, boom, 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 boom. <laughs> You'd be like, ooh, what is this jam? <laughs> yeah, we're jamming. Um, one thing I didn't like slash did like slash it just made me feel too many things was how kind of real this felt. Um, mm-hmm. The tension between the folks who are like, okay, this is bad. Maybe we should do some science. We're going to try and figure this out. We're like doing our best. And then just mean, boorish militaristic dudes coming in and being like, oh, your science is dumb. <laughs> this is dumb. Let's shoot some stuff. What have it shown And us? I was like, oh, this anti-science thing feels a little too real Seriously. right now. So this whole thing is global warming? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, not necessarily that's the only thing, but just that clash of like how do, when you're trapped in a bunker mm-hmm. with the unproductive boors of society, True. How do you move forward? And this is a question I think that may be relevant. Right and she now. really tried. And gosh, she tried. She was a patient, patient person. She was a patient person. Like just, it was like threats of sexual violence bouncing off her, like constant existential threat of zombies bouncing off her. She's like really holding it together. And I'm just like, wow. And the only way it affected her was with those bad dreams. That bad she dreams. She was keeping it all in. That's you got to cope in different ways, or else you exactly. will. Exactly. Or else you will Miguel the whole situation. You will Miguel uh-huh. it all. Um, also, a lot of racial slurs in that film. Well, yeah, oh, yeah, this the, is from 85. This yeah. runs the the gamut through these Romero movies. Yeah. Also, as an, something that I like, um, just in ref in uh, general about zombie movies, is the costuming of zombies. Mm. Mm-hmm. And this it's one, this one struck me a lot more than others because 
Everyone else is just kind of normal, but this one, I spotted a lot of, like, weirdo, like, a clown. Yep. Or, like, a bride. A maid. Like, a, a maid, an old-timey, like, baker, like, a big, like, baking hat. Yeah. Um, like, a flapper. <laughs> I think there was just, like, a costume sale. Yeah, I was like, going to say. Okay, get, or, like, everyone bring your own costume. It reminds me of Halloween when you're, like... Oh shoot! I'm going to that party tonight, and like, I don't have anything to wear. And you're like, "Oh, I do have that maid costume from four years ago. I'll just turn it into an undead maid. Like, I'll be a zombie dinosaur." Yeah. <laughs> I I do think also that with the budget and sort of yeah. prowess of these, they were like, "We need every costume available. Like every costume on the lot. Bring to me now." Lots of different kinds of people. Yeah, yeah. like in Night of the Living Dead I appreciated because there was one zombie that was just naked strutting mm-hmm. around which would, which would make yeah. way more sense because if you're sick or dying you're probably in various stages of undress yeah or like you were taking a shower when you got bit or mm-hmm. ooh what kind of <laughs> what kind of situation is this I don't know zombie breaks in um my question before we go to the break is mm-hmm. what makes a good zombie movie Dead, dead air. We've all been perfect. taken. Dead, uh, dead our brains. Uh, I, I think, dare I say, that a good zombie movie either expands the mold or breaks the mold, mm. as opposed to just doing the same. Like we all know that all of the people we get introduced to are not going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So whatever play happens between then and the, the start and the end, you know, really try and mix it up. And I think the good ones. You know, make an effort of that, and the bad ones just do the same thing over and over again. Yeah, I want my characters to have intelligence. I hate, I despise when people are just like, just fall so easily and quickly. (laughs) Even though I know that if there was a zombie that walked in here, I'd be like, one of those people that are like, hey, man, what are you doing? Yeah. Hey, stop. Wait. <laughs> like, I w- would not be someone to jump immediately to just troweling them. But <laughs> That's a specific reference. I, it is. There are characters that just happen again and again. Oh, yeah. And really, at this point, could could someone honestly make a movie with, like, a guy who's like, she's fine. You know, it's totally fine. It's like, Really? Have you not seen any zombie movies yourself, right, sir? Right, exactly. No this one living time. in the year 2019 is not familiar with these tropes. Right. And, uh, and half the people like, out there have a plan for their own. <laughs> I think I've revealed my plan before, and I'm not telling if I haven't. It's, I, as long as it's not going to Costco. It's not. It's actually going to the Vic Square Mall. Because <laughs> <laughs> of the knife store? Because <laughs> of the knife store and because of that food court. And because I think whoever is there, I can already take them. <laughs> and that... And that even in death, I don't think people would go there. Do you know? Do you know what my plan is? No. What is it's it? It's ingenious. It is to go north because we live in the middle of nowhere. And they'll get stuck. What do you mean? Yeah, oh, there just won't be anybody around. Yeah. There's like you. You go 25 minutes anywhere. Yeah, but Jeremy, like, wait a month, and then the hordes are coming north because everyone decides after the fact. Then you have to build a stronghold. <laughs> yeah. You better. Do you know how to build stuff? I'm just going to keep going north. That's my plan. So Forever? Until you turn sure. south? Yeah. <laughs> Until you're in Antarctica? I just get stuck at the North Pole, sort of walking yeah. three feet in each just direction. Just you and the Aww. polar bear? Um, you guys want to know my plan? Yes. It's to give up and walk out into the street. Sonia, you're that person. <laughs> you're the one that opens the door for us. No, no. 
No, I would make sure I wasn't Sonia, jeopardizing if, anyone. If you're else. not part of the problem, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem here. Yeah, but I don't have confidence in myself to be part of the solution. I know, but every number that we go down, they go up. I know. That's the scary part. But won't be my problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm you. a nihilist when it what comes to are. Zombies. What if you get trapped in your own head and you're like totally out of control, <gasps> but you see everything that happens? That we should make a movie about that. Write that down. <laughs> TM TM TM. <laughs> At least like handcuff yourself to a railing or something, so you don't. Re- you don't oh, guess. that's a good idea. Yeah. I would incapacitate myself. Yes, yeah. like a, and take some zombies out with me. Like maybe. a rabid person will tie themselves. What, right. what if? That. What if you? Yeah. If we, as long as we're talking about building stuff, what if you build like a like a thing to chop off all your limbs after you died? So like you take Ew. like a I think I would want to do something on a bigger scale. Like a Rube where Goldberg I take, a, take other zombies out with me. Because she could still be a wriggling But now we're getting into terrorist yeah, territory, no, and I'm not is, super comfortable with it, yeah, given no, the week's past events. Yeah. Um, one movie that I saw this week that I think fits into a bit of what you're saying, Jer, mm-hmm. is Train to Busan. I yeah, also watched Train to Busan. Um, I liked it, actually. It was a bit scary and gross, but yeah. I mean, that's to be expected. And this is where we're talking classic fast zombie. Classic fast zombie, but people... also some interesting character choices and like variations on character choices because yeah. one man who i was so mad at the whole film yeah he's not evil like capitalist man. just throws everyone is under he, the bus wears a suit the whole time yeah he's an evil businessman but even the main character is not really a likable man no mm. he's like he's a he's a, a faulted dad. patriarch <laughs> he gave his daughter a wee when she had a wee she already had a wee <laughs> and it's 2019 <laughs> no one needs a wee yeah um but I thought it was interesting in that regard that there were like, it, I think the central question of that film was like, do we do better together or when we're looking out for numero uno? We do better together. Yeah, correct. yeah, no, that's a proven. That's a that's um, just a fact. I agree, but yeah. not everyone in that movie knew that. Yeah, but then we have ouch. Oh, we have classic. Sean's been bit. It's <laughs> <laughs> fine, guys. Drill. It's fine. I'll just sleep it off. Let me oh, isolate out. myself. Um, there's a classic. Woman that opens a door. There is, and mm-hmm. that I was so annoyed by. I was like, even though these people are bad news, I was like, I they do not deserve this from a person like you. Which <laughs> which moment are we talking? About? Well, when she there's a um, an older gal sees her oh, sister yes, and she's like, yeah. you know what? I'm just gonna open this door. Yeah. And everyone's like, why? Yeah. After they had already locked out the other people. Yeah. And the person I was watching, the friend I was watching this film with, and I started laughing hysterically because we were like, this is going to be so awkward for those people on the other side of the door when they do get through and see that they were like actively keeping them out. <laughs> yes. And it was, Not that that was the most pressing uh, thing. Awkward but. was is a word for it. It was tough. Yeah. Like there was other stuff going on, but. Um, awkward. <laughs> Yeah. Did you did you watch that one, Jeremy? Uh, no, I have not. Train to Busan? No. That, I mean, subtitle. This is something that, this is a big, there's like a, the onslaught of zombies where it makes a big pile, like a wave, like yeah. a big pile, is something that I, that is also in one of the most indel- indelible images from World War Z, which is yeah. like the only thing from that film that I appreciated. Um, and they do this on, in... Train to Busan too, where they just start climbing over each other and create like a, a chain, a, like an a ant, blob. like an ant hill, I, and it's really freaky. I feel like, like a zombie king. Well, if they yes, <laughs> if they were that agile and whatnot, that's what would occur, right? Like that's yeah, you know, they would. They, they're not working together. And these actors, right? they're, they're just going to climb on top. Of the actors yeah. in Train to Busan are so. freaky. They yeah. got some dancers or something because yeah. they are twisting body stuff. Ugh. 
<laughs> and like, there's this one scene where they're like falling out of helicopters and planes. I liked that oh, part. Yeah. That was scary. Mm. Well, y'all, I think we should all take a break. Mm-hmm. Think it about is our very plans. Here. Think about our plans. Eat some brains. And we'll be back on 91.3 FM CJTR at Regina Community Radio. Welcome back to Spoiler Alert here on 91.3 FM CJTR at Regina Community Radio. I'm Sonia. This is Jeremy and Sean. They were, I try and swing that every I, single single time I host, I think. I wasn't, I wasn't sure if you're going to call on us. Or I just think, I'm Sonia and we both and just at you. <laughs> uh, uh, Sonia, you stop talking. And this week we're talking about zombies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, these two are just doing some role play. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, Jeremy. Yeah, Sonia. What um what time is it? Oh, so glad you asked. Uh, it's game time. <laughs> that was a zombie air horn. That was fantastic. For those who don't know, if you're just tuning in, the game is where I spend literally all week looking for a movie title that these two have not seen. I tell them what the title is. They tell me what they think it's about. I tell them what it's really about. We all have a good laugh, <laughs> and then uh, we we move on with the rest of our show. Uh-huh. You you guys, this week's title is of course, Zombie Planet. Zombie Planet. Zombie Planet. Anything you guys come up with will be better than this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay, so this is um, after the zombie apocalypse. Uh, The world figured out a way to rid ourselves of this scourge where we round them all up, put them on rockets, and blast them off to a different planet. Um, We chose Venus Mm -hmm. because actually... In Night of the Living Dead, they reference that maybe it's Venusian radiation that mm-hmm. turns oh. They do, yeah. So anyway, we blast them all off there. Um, and so they're all living there. It's been years. But then, uh, and then also when people commit horrible crimes, heinous crimes, SVU, we also put them on <laughs> and we send them to Venus. So it's like the Australia of planets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then one man knows that his wife was uh, wrongfully accused, but she, yet she was still sent to the planet. Oh, so shit. he also hijacks a plane, or a, a rocket, goes there to a try to find her. Yeah. yeah, and he's off to a zombie planet. That's wow. amazing. It's That's really so intense. so much better film. than what this That honestly sounds like What's such a good movie. the name of the movie? main character? Uh, Bub. <laughs> is it the zombie from Day of yeah. the Dead? He made it. Well, that he that was rehabilitated. That, that was um, him after the fact. Oh, it's a so, prequel. I think it's a prequel. Cool, Sonia. I think Zombie Planet is um, set in a store at the mall called Zombie Planet, which is for zombie aficionados the world over mm. to come and buy their you know. Honestly, Magazines. that is a profitable business. Yeah. Welcome to Zombie Planet. Yeah. And so Greg is the main character, and he works at Zombie Planet, and he's just, like, really jaded about the world and, like, does a lot of dreaming, actually, about what he would do come the zombie apocalypse. Is he, like, the assistant manager? Yeah, he's the assistant manager, okay. but he doesn't seem to be able to get a promotion to manager. Mm. Um, and then the zombie apocalypse happens, but it's, like, totally different from what everyone has prepared themselves for. Oh, no. So it's like, you know, all the preparation was in vain, and I think it just makes Greg question, you know, the ideas that he had about what the zombie apocalypse would be like and how he would survive. Like a Pontypool situation? Like, um, like just the way that it's spread, it's not actually through biting, although it appears that it would be, and just, like, manifest differently and other Mm -hmm. such things. (laughs) 
Interesting. Oh, other such examples? Sexually, sexually transmitted? Perhaps. Oh. Not unlike It Follows. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Greg, as a virgin, presumably, <laughs> presumably. is doing pretty good. Yeah. Um, and then, um, yeah, Greg learns a lesson. Wow. <laughs> Those are both better than the actual thing. No points, though. Yes, oh. we're in close now. I tried to give you a hint that it was a terrible movie, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Zombie Planet okay. is a 2004 film. It runs 120 minutes. I will now read the entire plot summary from Wikipedia. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> After a pharmaceutical company develops a new wonder drug, comma, its customers <laughs> turn into zombies. Oh. T.K. Kane, not a bad name. I'll That's fine. That. A mysterious outsider arrives in a community terrorized by a local warlord, Adam. <laughs> That's a terrifying name. Yeah. Kane <laughs> protects the community and hunts down the zombies plaguing the community. End of synopsis. Cool. <laughs> that has nothing to do with planets. Sounds good. Adam. 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 Please, Adam. No. T.K. Kane is the regular guy's name. T.K. Kane. Oh, Kane's coming to You're so cool, Adam. The game is, of course, brought to you by the RPL Film Theater, the best theater in town. Oh, boy. Yeah. That's what we should hold up. In the apocalypse, we yeah. can watch so much classic and independent and Canadian cinema. We keep mm-hmm. ourselves fed on popcorn. Got to be great. It's we got all must, the nutrients you need. We plus, read books. We watch films. Plus, we, we have a good day. We all know that zombies can't stand butter. It's too slippery. <laughs> <laughs> That's the well, one that got Sonya. <laughs> the uh, cars are already quite clogged. Oh, true. <laughs> Guys, something else is going on right now. What is it? Uh, CJTR's Look and Listen Lottery is on right now. Oh, boy! (gasps) Important. (laughs) This important station fundraiser gives you, the listener, the opportunity to buy tickets to win a grand prize trip of your choosing to one of four great destinations. Name them off, Sean. Orlando. (laughs) Anaheim. No. Yes, yeah. Toronto. Where? Niagara Falls. We did it. Flights, four-day accommodations, activities, and $500 spending cash are included. The second prize is $1,000 travel voucher. Third prize is a Regina Folk Festival experience package, which includes two weekend passes to the Regina Folk Festival this August. Wow. Lottery tickets are only $20. You guys, when they started this whole thing, there were $1,200 available. There is a molecule of one left now. Uh, hurry, hurry. And get yours. Luckily, if you it's drawn, you can still win. Yeah, no, you can still get the molecule drawn. <laughs> yep. The draw date will occur on air at 8:45 a.m. on Friday, May 3rd. Tickets That's coming up. It's yes. coming up. Tickets can be purchased online at www.cjtr.ca/donate at CJTR's offices at 1102 8th Avenue or by calling the radio station at 306-525-7274 during regular office hours, Monday through Friday. Scientists are on standby to look at that molecule. <laughs> Good one. Thank you. Good one. Okay, let's get back to Zombal Talk. Talking yes. brains. Talking brains. Talking the undead. Um, we all know that person who, mm-hmm. not unlike Greg from my imaginary film, is completely obsessed with zombie culture. I like that I called it zombie culture. Zombie culture. Mm-hmm. Um, where does this come from? What's I, the fascination? I I have to believe that at one point it was really not accepted to like this kind of movie. Yeah. And I think that that, while faded, is still around. I have a friend. He's my boss. He's older than I am. And he loves zombie stuff. 
He is not, like he is a diehard fan. He does not act like one. Mm. He's just like, oh, this looks good. Like that is the extent. Oh, that's of, nice. But uh, we've talked about it a couple times, and there were times where he's like, I want to go watch Planet Nine from Outer Space, and everyone was like, Why on earth would you want to go to that? And I think I think that's part of it. I think there is a large group of people who don't like it. Becomes a subculture, counterculture. Away it goes, just like every other thing. Wow, Sean, do you think like it is funny to think about in 1968 people watching Night of the Living Dead and being like, "How can you watch this? It's horrifying." Mm-hmm. But I guess it is kind of. I think yeah. my dad still feels like that kind of. Yeah, like like why would you want to see that? You know, I which think, I get. Like yeah. as I was, and I apologize to anyone currently eating dinner. As I was watching Day of the Dead today, and I watched someone's entrails be eaten, mm-hmm. I was wondering to myself, why did I choose to watch this? I honestly was loving that part when they like there were so many great <laughs> parts where it was like, how did they? How did he do this? Like where they would just reach into when their they tummy, reached, basically. There was so there was like about fifty minutes where there was just like stretch, scrape, and there's just like one pulled a head off, and he's like the head is still just like ah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I, it was, I don't know, just interesting in a filmmaking sort of way. Mm-hmm. There's sometimes, there's a lot of times in these movies where you're just like captivated by like, how on earth do you have the head of a human man on what I assume is a prosthetic body, mm. which yeah. another man is now crawling through? You know, like it's yeah. just like a problem of like, how did we do Movie this? Movie magic. How did we yeah. do that in 1985? Yeah. That absolutely. is interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. the tech was. Not there, yeah. but then I guess it was. Plus, it's all just digital now, which is not as fun, but, yeah. you know, whatever. Well, mm-hmm. I don't think we fully answer that, because I still don't really get it. People really like zombie movies. Yeah, like, no, there's there's a... It's like prep cult, prepper culture yeah. <laughs> mixed with nerd culture. <laughs> You're what not is, wrong. What is prepper culture? Like, it's like people that bury peppers? school buses. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> which, like, is. frankly, isn't the worst idea. But I, I think... I think there's tons of things like this in movies. Like, there's people who just like vampire movies, yeah. regardless of circumstance. And, yeah, you know, like, th- there's just things that people are into. Post-apocalyptic movies is another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or stories, right? Like, it doesn't have to be limited to one one sort of thing. But uh, it's just not, like, a usual genre. And I wonder mm. if people get ostracized because of that. And Well, it's also funny to think of zombie canon, because it's like... So many, uh, each movie is like, so this was maybe started by a Venusian radiation. Mm -hmm. Or like, these zombies can now operate a gun. (laughs) And now they're running around shooting people. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it is just funny to be like, what can zombies do and what can they not do? But it's all just like each filmmaker's situation. This this is mildly related. It's a movie, so I'm going to use the example. Mm -hmm. Have you guys seen Daybreakers? Do you know about this movie? Is it about vampires? It is about vampires. Have you seen this before? No, I have not. So it is the opposite vampire movie. So vampires around the world, everyone is a vampire, and then they find like a few humans hiding, and that's the whole premise of the movie. Oh, that's interesting. It is, but like, does that ruin... Does you know flipping the... If if there's a zombie movie out there where the lead character is a zombie, and then they find like a you know, roving pack of humans and bad things start happening because humans kill zombies. You know, is that like a really original idea or is it more like, you know, oh, there's the guy who's going to let us in, right? Like they, all the zombies know there's some guy who's going to like feed them or something, right? But uh, is it like a cheery movie because that's the opposite or... Who do the zombies eat if 
if they don't have any humans. Well, it depends on what like Maybe fear they you're farm. sitting with. Maybe they farm humans. No, or well, animals. I think they just lie down until something comes by. That does not sound. Why do you keep thinking they lie down? <laughs> this, this is a, this is a well documented <laughs> thing, you guys. This is not. <laughs> well, like in Train to Busan, like if they couldn't see humans, they mm-hmm. kind of just just like They're chill. Just like, they would either just stand there completely still, or they kind of blithered around. Yeah, they got or, these or like they, just... they got these glaucoma eyes, and they just kind of. <laughs> Yeah. Strut about until wait, they hear something. Waiting for supper, yeah. Wait for supper. No, this is this is a well. But they didn't eat when they were hungry. They ate all the time, mm-hmm. even if they're full. And they would even swim. <laughs> Amazing. Zomb- hashtag zombie skills. Is this genre played out? Yes, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think. Yeah. It's, I think. I I don't know. Aside from the what I just described with the opposite zombie film, I don't know. Like, I don't remember the last time one even came out. Or a, a fresh idea. Like, when Shaun of the Dead came out, that was fresh. And yeah. Was yeah. Well, I think, like, uh, like Zombieland 2 is coming. Oh, interesting. Yes. I like Zombieland a lot. Okay, but, this is my next question, yeah. so. But ag- I'm sorry. But again, it's not... There's Most of these films are not about zombies. Right. They're, They're about, about the people. Yeah, in this extreme... You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the perfect storm except with zombies. Right. Like, that's... That's all it is. Yeah. There is a star-studded zombie movie coming out that I was looking at, mm-hmm. starring Selena yes. Gomez, Adam Driver, Chloe Sevigny, Bill Murray, Tilda Swinton, and Tom Waits. What? Mm-hmm. And it kind of looks great. What's it called? Um, the Dead Don't Die. Yeah. Hmm. This was. I was going to conclude with this as well. Oh, I'm sorry. Because well, no, no, it's, like, it's it's we're there, Sean. That's the, we're there. But uh, it looks great. It looks super funny. It appears to have very little to do with. Z- zombies. Yeah. Like, like it looks like mm. it's just a small town of people dealing with this situation, which is always good. There was, like, a clip of Tilda, like, dressed as an insane morgue s- as person yes. with a blade, <laughs> and she's like, I feel confident in defending myself. <laughs> is it Wes Anderson? No. I was like, be. if you have Tilda and Bill Murray, there's yeah. a, <laughs> that's a sign. halfway there. There's a good a- SNL skit about uh, the murderers who... It's like a fake Wes Anderson movie where mm-hmm. Ed Norton plays Owen Wilson. Have you seen this? I think I have. Yeah, and there's like there's a lot of that stuff in there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do we feel about the like satirical, like twist on a zombie movie, like Shaun of the Dead or? They're Tiny already Land. so crazy campy that it's like yeah, you might it as makes well sense. make it a little more fun. Uh, I don't think those examples you gave were satirical examples of zombie movies. You don't think Shaun of the Dead is no? I think it's a very movies? serious zombie movie. Like it's, it's a know. it's a funny movie, but they like they take the subject matter very seriously. It's not like a. But isn't it a little bit on a take on like? But like 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 I would I would say Zombieland is also like a legitimate again. It's more action comedy as opposed to terror mm-hmm. or whatever. Or you so know. those are just the zombie movie in the comedy. I, th- I, I think so, hmm. but. Uh, <laughs> I just was watching some of the clips today, and there's like. How he doesn't even notice for a long time. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then when they do notice, they're just using like random assorted like kitchen utensils. Yeah, just like their first like, uh. their first option is like just throwing like, things. A <laughs> but that's probably a pretty accurate representation right. of what we assume would happen if these beings occurred. Yeah. Right. Unless it, you know, twenty eight days later is terrifying. Like that is an absolute that nightmare scenario. That, we just can't. Get right. It. I just can't. But uh, I don't know. What, what type do you guys prefer, the fast or the slow? Slow, slow. for show. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to say fast? There are people, people who prefer are, the fast people zombies. People that are fast. Why? Because they think the slow zombies are boring. 
Yeah, it's going to be super boring when the zombie apocalypse happens. That's what it's yeah, going to be. Yeah, I think well, it's going to be boring because we won't have power. I, I think it's not going to be a big deal at all. You think I, do, I do not think it will be as big of a problem. We'll just go down with what? the What? Yes, I do not think it will be anywhere near as big an issue as it Also, is. I like how you're saying it will be. It's, <laughs> like it's inevitably coming. It's, it's probably going to happen. Well, like, like all things in an infinite universe, it's equally possible and impossible. Yeah, I guess that is sort of how probability works. It's comforting. <laughs> but don't worry, everyone. Jeremy's not worried about Has- it. Hashtag spoiler comforts. Spoiler comforts. I like that. <laughs> well, let's launch into a little bout of what you're watching. A mm. weekly segment. Mostly weekly. Sometimes we skip it. Yeah. Uh, where we talk about what we, the judges, <laughs> the show, the co-hosts, the judges, oh. are watching. So, boys, what you been watching? Um, I'll just name something real quick before we get into our big watch we watch in. This I straw I started watching Lunatics on Netflix. Oh yeah, how was it? It was horrifying. Oh no. It was because so Chris Lilly is an Australian I comic. Love him. Um he might be cancelled now. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> but um he uh I watched Summer Heights High, yeah. um, which was so funny. And then so I started watching this. And it basically is just six stories of people with mental illness. Oh, no. <laughs> and how he port- he portrays all of the characters. And um, I heard from past guest and friend of the show, Ali King, that he has already been Australian canceled from <laughs> hosting some show and then doing, like, offending, doing the most offensive racist thing on it. I'm not oh, even good. sure. I should watch it. But anyway, it was. I got 15 minutes in and was like, F- "Are we almost done yet?" And it was only, half, as I said, halfway through. And it was just, I do not recommend. Oh, that's a bummer. It's a bummer. Mm, I saw the ad or whatever for that show and immediately navigated away. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, to me. I was like, I don't want to watch this at all. Summer Heights High was just so fun. I don't even know. So what funny that in my distant memory, though. Also, so I'm like, hmm. That that's the thing. What did I miss at the time? But I think that Jame was hilarious. Yeah. Like, I literally, one of my very good friends is named Jamie, and I still have her in my phone as Jamie. <laughs> so, Jeremy, what you been watching? I've been watching a couple things. As we all know, Endgame looms. It does. And, Endgame uh, looms. We're not going to make it. I, I don't, I don't think I watched, like, four I we're not, We did not do well. <laughs> Everyone talks such uh, a big game. Yeah, no, it's... I think uh, the only way we could probably complete it now is if I took the next few days off of work and just we just like sleep. like took and then speed and coffee. Yeah. Then what's your yeah, life? Right. <laughs> fall asleep during the three hour movie. Um anyway, uh it's it's interesting to see how long they've been thinking about this because they're they did plant seeds long ago for what's happening. I don't know if you guys realize this. What sort of seeds? They talk about the end game super like in Avengers One, they talk about endgame. Well he literally says like this is the end game. And I don't know if they just used that later on yeah. or like picked it up or if they really did like that know would that be it was very marvel of them to know. Yeah. And I think, I'd, well, there's lots of things in comic history about things that have happened that they have implanted like forever ago because comics take so long to come out. They have had, God, how long? When did Iron Man come out with this whole thing? Like it's just 40 for, years ago? Yeah. Forever ago. Like a whole generation of people ago. Anyway. I've also uh, been watching Broad City because yes. we got Crave at Sonya's recommendation, and I'm allowed to talk about TV now. Um, <laughs> it's super great. You know, it's super funny. My wife likes it 
but is very uncomfortable by it. So that's that's a good measure of what the show is. Yeah, they do a lot of dumb stuff. Yeah, they do. And uh, I'm going to keep watching it. Yay! Uh, Especially because, like, you've teased this whole cool ending thing, so... I'm going, to, I'm going to check it out. I've also been watching another show that we're all going to talk about in a moment here after Sonia's talked about what she's watching. We are. Um, Jeremy, this isn't a spoiler for the end of Broad City, but they do sign the Brooklyn Bridge um, mm-hmm. at uh, in the very last episode. And last week, I was in New York City, and my best friend Tatum and I may have used GIFs and video to pinpoint the location of their signature and find it and sign our names next to it. Did you find it? did. We found it. Dang, yo, that's impressive. It was wow. very exciting. It was like the highlight of my trip. Had other people done that? No. It was like quite faded. Like I think they probably did it several months ago when they mm-hmm. were filming the show. So like I don't know if other Broad City fangirls have gone and just like rubbed it. I'm just, just going rubbed it. Rubbed it. <laughs> just touched it for <sighs> luck. Um, so, yeah, I, I've, wa- I've watched a lot of things in the past week. Uh, I was in New York so that we could go and see Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. I have been saying Cursed Child <laughs> this entire time, which I, I, sounds, sounds better like to me. This is an old-timey, like, This is a whole Philosopher's Stone situation. But then my friend made fun of me, so now I say Cursed. Right. It was amazing. Like, I mean, it's just, like, the highest-budget Broadway production of all time, so... It was magical, and I will hashtag keep the secrets, so not to worry. Um, A lot of things have also happened this week, because Homecoming dropped. I watched that and felt a lot of feelings. What what is Beyonce's Homecoming. Oh, my word. Okay. It's an iconic moment. I've seen it. She's the performer of our lifetime. Like, this... Okay. Like, she had an emergency C-section with with twins, like, eight months before she did this insane production. Mm Mm-hmm. They had three sound stages for like six months. Like, it's it's like just this very beautiful moment of ex- extremely specific black culture of historically black colleges and universities. They're like band and step and um, majorette culture. I don't really know a lot about it, but I've learned more about it since seeing it. And that all like went into the production of this show. Anyway, homecoming. Uh, being one of those people like being called up oh my god oh my god yeah um it was amazing but i think the biggest thing in culture this past week two weeks i guess game of thrones that 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 european fantasy just getting everybody all fired up all fired up euro fantasy euro fantasy indeed what's gonna happen you guys um especially since this episode spoiler alert spoiler spoiler alert is that nobody kicked the bucket which is very mm-hmm. rare. But they gave us a lot of and emotional moments with everybody, which made me think <laughs> the Battle up, of Winterfell is going to be yeah, bad. They set up so many things of like, man, I can't wait for the future, you guys. Like, <laughs> all talking to each other. And I'm like, oh, and, like, no. Tied up <laughs> and Basically, anyone who had a conversation with anyone else, one of those two people will likely be dead yeah. this week. Oh, my God. I was watching Miss and I and Grey Worm, and they're like, let's just go somewhere after this. And I'm like, yeah. you guys are toast. bottom of the totem pole here. And <laughs> Which is so you might sad. be toast. Um, I, I, I have a theory about my, what might happen. Okay. And I'm not going to share it exactly, but I would like to, to sort of lump it all together into one big thing and then ask your, your thoughts on it. The show is not really about the looming threat. It it never has been. It's been a part of it, but it's not about that. It's about all these big players fighting over who gets to be the king, right? Like that's what the show's about. It's or called queen. game. It's called Game of Thrones or Queen. Absolutely, I'm not trying to. Yeah. Anyway, Daenerys Erasure will not stand in this yes, room. Nor Sansa Erasure. Thank you. Nor Cersei Erasure. <laughs> but will they wrap up? 
the Night King this episode to have three episodes to deal with the people left over. That is no. How do you, you dig? They have four hours left. How much time are you going to give to the White Walkers versus well, Cersei Lannister? How next week is that? the Battle of Winterfell, which is apparently the longest battle ever to be on TV. It's an hour and a half long, and apparently the whole episode is it's, the battle. It's 90 minutes long? Yep. Holy and cow. And for 80 days. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know, Jer. Like, also, um, I heard somewhere that, um, that we didn't actually see the main night king like when mm-hmm. they panned on the crowd and they're like maybe he took that dragon and slipped off to cersei to just ice her out before he comes back that's true that's honestly totally that's true. true we did not yeah. see him or that dragon yeah and it's you can just fly around on a yeah. dragon yeah, they, they could almost do nothing and as we've said earlier this episode every person he takes down adds to his own and for Army. her to be mm-hmm. to do them so dirty in that way would be so mm-hmm. like, the ultimate betrayal yeah, yeah. because like I don't know, y'all. I just feel like they have to resolve something pretty huge this episode. Or they because, don't. Is but the they're thing. so out of time. They are. But like, that's maybe that's how it ends, though. Right, but then like, are these? You know, they're never going to see the Lannisters again. They're not going to actually make them have it out at some point. Yeah, I don't know. You know, your your huge main players. No, they're going to stay on opposite sides of the map. Anyway, we're yeah, all speculating. I mean, last right? season we saw people get across maps real fast. So. We did, but it's still... Who knows? Yeah. No, they they still got to they gotta figure it out. Also, Arya can get it. Wow. That made me very uncomfortable. Yeah, we all Googled how old she was. Every right? single person on the planet. <laughs> I was it. like, isn't she 12? <laughs> this... Nope, she's 20 in the show, apparently, and she's 22 in real life. I thought she was 16 in the show. She's 20. Oh, okay. Also, Westeros years happen in a different yeah, no, amount of time a, than our di- years. It's yeah, so confusing. It's, well, and it's not like a... like It's not straight. Well, in medieval times, 30 right. was like an old man. Right. right? <laughs> so, um, also, I watched the Game of Thrones episode, and Jonathan Van Ness was very happy that Brienne of Tarth broke the dragon glass ceiling, which is... Oh, like, my gosh. <laughs> I love... Very funny. But she's for sure going to die now that she's a knight. No. No, I think, think? I think she'll be I the do. only one that lives. No, I think Brienne's toast. We'll oh. see what happens. Sorry, guys. I'm sadder than anyone. Oh, so. we should have voted before. Brienne of Tarth. <laughs> <laughs> Next week, we'll have a list of who we thought was going to die. Spoiler alert, death list. Anyway, this has been Spoiler Alert here on <laughs> 91.3 FM CJTR. We talk about Game of Thrones sometimes now. Um, we would like to thank everyone here at the station, everyone out there for listening, Saskatoon's The Garys for the use of our theme song, Manituna. You can check us out online, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we are live Wednesdays from 6 to 7. Friday mornings we re-air at 9 a.m. And we are available as a podcast anywhere podcasts are sold or rented. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.